Hello, everybody! Welcome to Take the Black Live. I'm Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net, here with Mia Johnson of Fansided.com. And we're here to discuss all the nerdy news that you probably can't use but can listen to anyway, because it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. The big thing today, Mia, is, I mean, as always, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. We're going to get into some controversy. We're going to get into some Game of Thrones news, of course. Some stuff about Marvel and the always ongoing uh, fluctuating business relationship in there. Um, and uh, an announcement at the end of it that Ooh. I think you're going to Special be interested Special secret surprise in. announcement. But first we got to jump into our news. Yeah, first, New York Comic Con. Yeah. So the second biggest um, Comic yeah. Con pop culture nerdy event of the year. <laughs> do you think it's the first or do you, do you think it's eclipsed San Diego in some way? I've heard some people argue that. Um... I think that's kind of hard. I think most people look to San Diego Comic-Con for those big announcements yeah. for movie trailers and stuff. And when it comes time for New York Comic-Con, it's more just like, and eh, the cast, my favorite TV show is going to be there. So, <laughs> But you don't really expect like any huge, right. super duper announcements. For now. For now. By the way, hi, Julie. <laughs> Hello, Karen. Everybody's Hi, everybody. On. But um, we'll be at New York Comic-Con. We're going to have Ariba Bouvard, who you may have seen around Wick, writing articles. She'll be there. She's going to interview, in fact, yeah. uh, Deborah Riley, the production designer for Game of Thrones, which by the show is amazing sets, so yeah. she has something to say. <laughs> and uh, Helen Sloan, the still photographer, who took like a million photographs from oh, Game yeah. of Thrones from the start. Yeah. That's awesome. I've always wanted to talk to her. Just... I've, you know what, it's weird because I, whenever we like work with Game of Thrones and we put up the photos and I see the mm-hmm. captions, it says Helen Sloan. So like that name is just kind of like oh, engraved totally. in my mind. Like, oh, wow, that is a real person. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be, so we got these like exclusive pics, Wick exclusive pics oh. from the new photography book, The Photography of Game of Thrones going on sale in November, which I mean, the photography was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful from that show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I always wondered, and again, this is a question for Helen Sloan who's not here, not for you <laughs> or for anybody out here. Maybe you know. Like, how how would she get the shot of, like, Davos crowded in oppressive bodies? Like, is she literally there when they're, like, rolling? That's what I'm always wondering. Because it's like you want to get it, like, in the middle of the action, but you also don't want to be in people's way. Yeah, I so, mean, like, surely that would be bothersome. Or there's <laughs> shots of, like, you know, l- l- like that one. How in the world would she get one of, like, Oberyn Martell and the mountain, like, squaring off and doing a little flippy flip with all that stuff? <laughs> Maybe it's easier than it looks. Yeah. I, 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 I wonder, don't know. like, if they say, like, on the time, like, okay, we're going to have Helen today. She's going to be on set. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> if she says freeze, freeze. <laughs> <laughs> you better freeze. Just get that shot with him midair. No, but um, yeah, I think it's really. Oh, like, like, look at the horses. How would she get that? But again, maybe there's a trick to the trade. I don't really realize. Really, yeah, because it's more than just a freeze frame. Yeah, it, de- it definitely yeah. it's a yeah. proper still photograph, yeah. and it's beautiful. So. But anyway, we'll I can't find wait to out. see what she has to say. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm gonna tell Ariba to ask that because I want to know. <laughs> um, anything else you're excited for from NYCC, as hmm. the children call it? I am, you know, okay, so something interesting is going on in the House of Marvel okay. and the House of Disney. Yeah, um, always. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of big Marvel panels. And one of them, interesting enough, is Marvel's Runaways. Um, and there's been some interesting talk going on behind the scenes about Marvel's TV division and what's going to happen when Disney Plus takes over. I know how much you love November, Disney yeah. Plus. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of Disney Plus. I'm going to get it. Yeah. 
I think. I mean, it looks like they're doing a decent job so far. Yeah, and so like the. Thing, I object to the general glut of streaming services, but I Disney Plus you. looks like a decent one. I get you. Yeah, yeah. And so what's going on with like this is that Marvel TV is like its own department. And Marvel Studios is its own department. Right, 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 right. Marvel Studios is what's developing pretty much everything on Disney Plus. And everything on Marvel TV is getting mm-hmm. canceled. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Hell Jones, yeah. all those. So it's like Runaways is one of like the, the Ghost last. Ghost Rider show is not going to happen. Ooh, RIP to Ghost Rider. It's like, yeah, all these shows are like fading away. So it's going to be interesting that the head of Marvel TV, he's going to be there. I think his name is Jeff Loeb. Jeff yeah. Loeb. It's spelled um, dumb. I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know what? Okay. You know yeah, what I'm talking I, about. I, I, I know you're talking about. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. He's going to like be in J-E-P-H or something. Yeah. I was like, Joff, Joff, Jeff. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see like now that Marvel Studios and Disney are kind of like, just just give that to us. And you, I don't know what they're going to do at this rate. So Runaways is still hanging in there strong. It's Hulu, right? It's Hulu, yeah, Hulu, and they're going to have a crossover episode with Cloak and Dagger from Freeform. So I think that's going to be interesting for fans. Yeah, but... They also have this Marvel's Hero Project. Yeah, Marvel Heroes Project. I almost forgot. That one is super cute. (laughs) It was. The idea is they're going to look at real-life kids who are Mm -hmm. doing inspirational things. Like, you know, I saw the trailer, like, one kid is, like, leading a march. I don't know what for exactly, but, like, he was leading a march for some kind of justice. Yeah. And they're going to turn those stories into comics, give it to the kids. Very cute. Very family friendly. Yeah. Very Disney Plus PG-13 brand. (laughs) You know, I've heard folk, like, object to that they're not going to go, like, R, like, that everything on Disney Plus is going to be PG-13 under. Yeah. So even though there are, like, skulls in the Mandalorian trailer or, like, severed Stormtrooper heads, it's, like that's as, that's it, as, it's going to be a PG-13 level yeah. of severed head. Yeah, that's a, that's as far as they'll go. I'm fine with that. I, yeah, I mean, I am, too. I, I mean, if you want R-rated stuff, you, look around you. There's plenty. Uh, yeah. Put on HBO, go watch Game of Thrones. I mean, like, <laughs> if anything, it means, like, that, like, Netflix and HBO Max can kind of take that market for themselves that's true and they can like oh fine something good out of this fun fact i was watching the uh marvel hero trailer Mm -hmm. and i knew one of the girls featured in there and i like not like no no but you know for anonymity animosity (laughs) to be anonymous about animosity you hate her no no i don't hate her i don't want to like completely give away who she is but um she's related to somebody who worked at my college um and people because i was in a journalism school people did stories about her all the time and so it's just kind of cool to see how she's evolved and has grown so far so she the um, one okay cool that sounds good (laughs) yeah we can talk off camera but yeah no yeah she's really cool and inspiring sweet yeah that looks like a fun show yeah i mean like you know feel good but this one more feel good Mm mm-hmm um, we and we'll get some, to some horrible, we'll get to some feel awful stuff a little later. <laughs> I mean, for New York Comic Con, I'm interested in seeing the Watchmen panel, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm secondhand excited for Star Trek Picard. I think people are really into that. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I wish... I forget, are, are you, because Cheryl loved Star Trek. Are you into Star Trek? I like Star Trek. I don't know. Well, Cheryl is always so passionate about... Yes. <laughs> I miss her. But no, I love, I do love uh, Picard. And um, I don't know if he's going to be there or not. He is. <gasps> yeah, I, I read the the lineup. Sir Patrick Stewart yeah, will be Sir there Patrick talking Stewart. about, you know, his, his, his adventures. <laughs> I want to say something. I don't know. I feel like I may have told the story to people before, but when I went to Entertainment Weekly host their San Diego party, Comic-Con yeah. party, and when I ended up going there, I was supposed to be for press. And when you go for press, you get a list of all the people who are going to be at the party. And on the party invite was uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> 
Do you think Sir Patrick Stewart is going to show up to this rooftop party in San Diego with like Taryn Egerton (laughs) and Cole Sprouse? He didn't show up. So I was really, I was really disappointed. But if there's an after party in New York, I hope I can get on the list and see him. By the way, hey, Christian. Hey, Terry. Hey, Ismail. Hey, Louise. Hey, Sabrina. Good to join us. All right. So in other Marvel news. So we have the end of this bizarre drama this week with, uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, he left the MCU, couldn't be a part of it anymore mm-hmm. because of business deals. Mm-hmm. And now he's fine and he's back. Ta-da! Um, were they jerking our chains here? I mean, basically, Disney and Marvel got back together. Yeah. They split over it because they couldn't come. Disney wanted more profits from the solo Spider-Man movies that Marvel, right. that, that Sony was making. Mm-hmm. It's all very complicated business. <laughs> and uh, Sony said no. So they said, we're taking our Spider-Man and going home. No more crossover for you. And they came back with it. Now Disney will get 25% of the profits instead of half mm-hmm. from the solo Spider-Man movies. I assume they'll put up the same amount of production costs. And everything is going forward as normal. Yeah. So good outcome for this. Need we have gone through that stressful period? And, you know, it was exactly one month, I realized, or just about <laughs> that. It seemed like it happened two years ago for some reason. I was like, oh, my God. But, um... No, when he got back in, I was like, I had a feeling that that was going to happen. Like, Yeah, like, no one seemed like they really yeah. had, like, they were all talking, like, They're like you oh, know, maybe yeah, in the future. Yeah. Spider-Man is never going to see his friends. This is so sad. I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> He's going to come back. Um, and a story just came out today where it was, like, some said that Tom Holland was actually pivotal in, yeah, like, those negotiations. That. Like, you know, trying to get those two to come to the table and break bread. So... I thank him for that, at least. I mean, it's this weird kind of disconnect for me where it's, like, thinking about, like, you want to see Spider-Man involved in your favorite superhero movies. And and it's like, and that's like an emotional kind of, like, just a pleasant thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it's it's almost at, like, right angles to this, we're not going to do it because we couldn't come to an arena on a (laughs) 50-50 revenue split between Sony and Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, it's this weird thing where you know this is all a business. You know this is all designed to sell you stuff. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, what it's selling you is a fun story and a good feeling about, you know, watching characters who don't exist go around and, like, do good things. Exactly. And it's just, it, it bumps up so weirdly in my brain. (laughs) <laughs> against like the hard business reality yeah. and kind of the candy covered fun experience of actually watching yeah. a MCU yeah. movie. And before like I read the Tom Holland thing, I was wondering, I'm like, were they just content on being like this deal is over and we like nah, we don't want to see each were. other ever again? Or was it just like the fans and they're like <sighs> See, here's my thing. Okay, so I was like, is it them being like oh, we really want to cater to the fans and make sure that they get what they want? Or was it that they were so tired of the negative backlash that they were like, fine. There we'll really wasn't it. much, though. <laughs> as like, far as what? Like, backlash, I thought. I don't know. I, backlash, but, like, more of, like, a feeling of disappointment. Sure. Like, I, think, I don't think there was anybody who was like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's gone, or I mean, oh, it's I'm sure whatever. There some. Okay, maybe some. I don't know. I'll find you. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, but... I mean, to me, it's like, okay, well, whatever. In the end, it works out. There was, though, a theory where people were saying that even with the deal, mm-hmm. Sony wanted to have Spider-Man still be separate from the MCU. <laughs> and so how they're going to do it was have, oh. like, the multiverse 
exist and have one spider-man where he's like with dr strange and he's like in all these dimensions and then the sony spider-man completely different but still played by tom holland doing his own thing <laughs> like fighting chameleon or somebody it's like that what that a ridiculous circuitous me. way to go about pleasing your audience <laughs> that sounds strange. so confusing to me so i'm like i if they ever done that that would just be a complete mess up but I think it'll still be kind of like cohesive and it'll all make sense. Fingers crossed. And so far they've done a great job of that, like against all odds, so I hope so. Yeah. Speaking uh, of uh, Kevin, yeah, sorry, go on. Oh, we have a question from oh, the audience. sure. Louise wants to know, is Dan doing his fashion slot this week? <laughs> um, You know what? We have a picture. We have some pictures coming up in the near future, so sure, I'll hit it up. <laughs> I'd love to. I think we need to make this happen. Yeah. A lot more. We can do costumes. Again, I enjoy that stuff. That's true. Yeah, for New York I, I Comic watch Con. Um, the Fashion what? Photo Review, which is like a show that Drag Race girls do. Yeah. And I, it's so much fun. <laughs> and, and they're so knowledgeable, but I've picked up some, some, maybe some skills. Oh, okay. So I can try okay. that. I think we need to, if this is a segment that the people want to see, we have to serve the people. So Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, speaking of the MCU working out despite all odds, because I mean, just just how complicated it is, the fact yeah. that it's held together this long, I think is like a miracle of modern movie making. Yeah. Um, there was an announcement that Kevin Feige, the Marvel Studios president, who's kind of res- behind all of that, who has made yeah, it this far. Yeah. This is the brief Star Wars detour. Sorry about that, Julie. Um, is going to be drafted to make Star Wars movies. Uh, working under or with Kathleen Kennedy, who's mm-hmm. Lucasfilm president. Mm-hmm. Basically, it sounds like they want to bring the MCU magic to the Star Wars yeah. shared universe. Yeah. Is that possible? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the shining example at is John Favreau, who's doing The Mandalorian, directed Iron Man 1 yeah, and the, Iron Man 2. Yeah, a lot of crap already. It's already, you know, in all of, you know, a lot of Iron Man movies and Spider-Man Far From Home. So it's kind of like, I guess, if they had that, in their, you know, wheelhouse, if they have that at their disposal. And they they were like, well, Kevin Feige is just such a uh, a Star Wars fanboy, so it was natural that we get him to do it. And I'm like, all right, I guess. I'm sure. I feel like that he actually does seem like a fan of he, stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like that's faked with Oh, him. yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, um, what was it? So, the original X-Men series, God bless them, when they were good. <laughs> he <laughs> was actually, that was one of his first roles was like a consultant because he knew the comic book so well that he helped to form the narrative and helped to form the characters on set. That's probably even better than the directors. And then, you know, that's when he officially later, later, later was with Marvel Studios. So he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but with Star Wars, I'm, I, I don't doubt for one second that he knows what he's talking about with that. I mean, too. who knew? You like you take someone who actually likes the material and you put them in charge of stuff and it ends up being good. Wow. <laughs> Mind blowing. Shocker. Okay. Do that some more often, maybe. <laughs> Um, speaking of Star Wars, we do have just, I did one, like one, because Empire, you know, we're leading to the Rise of Skywalker, yep. episode nine, giant, big temple, yada, yada, yada. Um, they released some new photos of it. I, I did enjoy this one of <laughs> Kylo Ren being windblown back where all these poor stormtroopers, <laughs> look at them all in the background. <laughs> Toppling like bowling, bo- pins. like bowling pins. <laughs> and about fashion. I mean, of course you got to have Kylo Ren in a big swirling black billowy coat of pain. Oh yeah. Like that's just his look. It always has been. All black and just so determined. Stormtroopers are just like the. They are. Just they are. The, Stormtroopers are so useless, first of all. I know, this that's picture what I was going is exhibit for, yes. number one. <laughs> There's got to be some way to rehabilitate. Were they ever cool or were they always just dolts who were just 
shot at and bonked on the head by little tiny uh, Ewok cuddly yeah. stuffed action figures. You know, it's like the outfit and the, the uniforms are cool. The suits are cool. But beyond that, you know, they can't aim for crap. So that's about as far as they go. I do like, though, I love, oh, my God, full disclosure, I love Kylo Ren so much. I love Adam Driver so much. Uh, and so I don't know what's going on in that picture mm-hmm. per se. I could he probably write an picture. essay about it. I had like a theory, not 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 my theory. Someone else like uh-huh. this, it's like a ship like taking off and it's like mm. blowing them back with William Falcon or something. Mm, interesting. I see like the blue light. Maybe Ray could be like unleashing her full powers, and the blue represents the good, and the lo- no, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see when it comes out. Okay, uh, moving on. Star Wars segment over. Um. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, another big announcement this week, mm-hmm. right ahead of this other convention that's a little bit of counter-program for NYCC. Yeah. Um, Netflix finally confirmed, sure, <laughs> that uh, Stranger Things is coming back for a fourth season. Yeah. And uh, there's a quick little trailer. Why don't we just watch it real quick? Stranger Things. Coming up. <laughs> no, that's my no, camera. That's <laughs> Okay, so I have two things to say. Please go ahead. Um, first of all, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they've been kind of dancing around like, if Stranger Things gets renewed, what? we can go on oh, these man. adventures. No, I was so surprised to see it was renewed. <laughs> I never would have thought it. <laughs> like, I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's Netflix's biggest show by, I think, like a decent wide margin. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Like, the most, like, probably they got the most buzz off of. Yeah. And it does pull pretty well. So, of course, they're going to renew it. So, they did this this week. Um, it's right before they have actually, which I'm probably going to go to this weekend, mm-hmm. Stranger Con here yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're having a whole Stranger Things convention opposite New York Comic Con, which I didn't really realize at first. You think that's a little odd? Why don't they just a go there? A little bit. I mean, because it's a local convention, it's like, you know, if you're not going to fly out to New York Comic Con, at least you have something down home that you can come see. Film here in Atlanta, says Terry, which yeah. is totally true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess, but I mean, like, they could have just gone to New York Comic Con. <laughs> so, like, and I mean, there... like, it, it's a it's a local convention, but it's still like like the cast members are coming. Like, yeah, I was gonna m- ask who's Millie, there. Like, Millie Bobby Brown is coming mm-hmm. on Sunday, and you know, if you get her, yeah, else, she's like the big one. Yeah, is that I'm <laughs> I'm kind of interested. So, is that is she like one of the biggest people? I think she's the biggest Aside. one on oh, there. Okay. But I mean, like, yeah, they're all for the kids. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of interested. Like, Winona Ryder's not there. But. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, how do you throw a Stranger Things con? Kind of like with the Walking Dead convention. They usually have a sizable chunk of the cast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'd be interested to see how they pull it off for this weekend. So, you'll have to report back next week. And I mean, it's perfect because they make the announcement. For sure, it's purposeful. Yeah. Make the announcement, and then you get to ask all of them this stuff. That's the true, con. yeah. But yeah, just interesting timing. I guess they think like, we can compete with MICC. We're Stranger Things, damn it. We can do it. All right, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and finally in the news, I thought we would touch on the ongoing cluster or whatever about uh, surrounding the 
Joker oh, movie, which comes oh out this gosh. this Friday. Oh, gosh. Am I getting tired of the Joker? <laughs> I mean, it, it's so sad because, like, I, I I thought from the start it looked pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm still going to see it, both because I want to and I have to talk about it here in, oh, like, yeah. a, in like, a little <laughs> round, round table, table thing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's getting hard. I'm starting to feel bad yeah. <laughs> about wanting to see it. Yeah. Anyway, um, some counter-programming. They also released a trailer for Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. which is not about the Joker, but is Warner Brothers DC is about Harley Quinn, his on a go- Okay, so outfits, by the way. I thought this was the okay, one we were talking we about. Okay, here we go, yeah. Although I was not prepared for this. <laughs> um, you know, you've got to love what Margot Robbie yeah. is wearing. Is that, Sparkling okay, so that's, that's diamond patterned gold like overalls vi- yeah overalls yeah. oh god that's with bad. the skates like con candy colored skates yeah it's 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 an inspired <laughs> wacky ass look and i, I don't know the other characters by the way i know that like so um, yeah we've got black canary i know is one of them is that her are we just looking at her okay and that one and I'm drawing a blank on ladies. The, yeah, all the ladies. But they do look More super gold. fierce. They've Very got nice. their like bats and toe. They've got their you know spike knuckles or whatever. And I mean, just talking about photo composition, like obviously they want Mark Robert to stand out. So Harley oh, Quinn yeah. gets oh, the yeah. shiniest, goldest, brightest, onesiest yeah. thing of all. And you terrific. notice it's she's not wearing her skimpy Suicide Squad outfit. You know, she's with not. The, I mean, it's, short it's, shorts it's the... figure hugging. Yeah. Like, they've talked about that in terms of the clothes in this one. Uh-huh. The, if you look at Suicide Squad, and you know, it's like, she's like pushed up. Yeah. And they're kind of framing yeah. her all this way. This movie's directed by a woman. I mm-hmm. forget her name. But um, it's less leering. Right. The outfits, no male gaze, nice. yeah. yeah. And so, I think what I found interesting and the timing is that I think the subtitle for this, it's Birds of Prey and like the Fantabulous mm. Emancipation. Of one, yes, Harley, of one Quinn. Harley Quinn, which <laughs> wow. is a great ass. <laughs> that title. is a mouthful, and I think it's the name of the comic too. But what's so funny about this is that it's about basically Harley Quinn breaking up with the Joker, and like in one of the teasers, she says, "I'm so <laughs> effing done with clowns," and it's like that's how like a lot of people are feeling right now. At least how I'm feeling with the Joker movie. So I don't know if this was like damage control <laughs> for I Warner mean, Brothers or like, let's just push out the maybe. I mean, I, I tend to think it's just good time. And then again, it's not until like February, the, the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. So maybe it is a little. Yeah, they're like, because you know, it's their emergency button. You're right. Like it, it was a nice tonic. Like it's big and bright and yeah. bubbly and just yeah. like unambiguously fun. Whereas yeah. the Joker has been getting, well, let's talk about the Joker for a second. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So last week. So I think this is so interesting just because whenever a movie kind of gets a discussion around it that like kind of blows up and brings in these other societal topics Mm -hmm. and like kind of gets mixed up with just you know other points of discourse i I think it's interesting yeah and joke and joker's done that whether it wanted to or not like it's gotten involved to talk about gun violence about uh incel violence about you know terrorism that kind of thing Mm -hmm. the most recent stuff and just they're handling it all wrong, the people who are involved with it. Oh, they're, yeah. they're getting defensive, yeah. which is never a good look. Basically, the latest is the Alamo Drafthouse straight up put out a parental warning label <laughs> yeah. saying the movie has overall bad vibes. Yeah. Like, just insulting Didn't the they movie. say, like, it's, is it, like, not good for children or, like, your child they won't did, enjoy the movie? They did, which I was like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you need to say that? Yeah. Who's bringing your kid to Joker? <laughs> Maybe he saw the memes with the Joker and Tobey Maguire. Have you seen that? It's like the Joker dancing and it's Tobey Maguire dancing. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's my favorite funny. meme. Like out of this whole tragedy, we've got one good. I'm gonna. I'll look it up later. Um, I mean, uh, the NYPD is cracking down. Yeah. On, not cracking down. It's like paying attention to screenings in New York. They're mm-hmm. they're afraid of violence. You know, which was a discussion last week. And the director mm-hmm. Todd Phillips is like rather than like kind of embrace the seriousness, he's he's got into that like defensive place yeah. where he's he's oh, blaming God. woke culture yeah. for ruining comedy, saying like. All the funny guys are like, F this, S, because I don't want to offend you. And they're leaving, mm-hmm. which is just, it's just, like, I want to see the movie. I, I think it looks good. Yeah. But when you hear something like that, it's just, oh, you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah. You're making me not want to see your thing. Yeah. Every every next thing is, like, worse than the last. And I'm like, maybe I'll enjoy it, like, on DVD or something. Or Well, you kind of have to see it anyway. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but, yeah, I'm like, I... <sighs> Now I, 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 I can't watch it guilt-free. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure now I realize they didn't want reporters on the red carpet because probably of him. Because he's oh. the one who's been blah, blah, blind about this. <laughs> yeah. I think they were afraid. They were afraid of something for sure. And I don't, I don't know. I think it, it it's not like a matter of national security no. where they're like, we're not going to let press in. But that's my first... You know, it's like, okay, whatever, cool. After this, I'm pretty sure it was so they would stop Phillips from saying stupid stuff on the carpet. I'm pretty sure that was it. Well, they maybe that was one of the right things that they've done this whole, during this whole thing. I mean, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's interesting to talk about because on the one hand, it's like, oh, making fun of the out-of-touch guy who was blaming woke culture, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. for the death of laughter, which is clearly not happening. And on the other side, I mean, like, I mean, are there serious criticisms about violence, about this thing inciting violence or inspiring violence? And it, like, I feel like the talk about it mm-hmm. might actually go, like, make that more likely than if no one talked about it in the first place. That's what I, yeah, that's been my whole thing. It's like, the more you talk about it, the more we're drawing attention and kind of augmenting a problem that is kind of barely there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that's been my whole thing. It's like, if we just stop talking about it, maybe it'll just go away. <laughs> but, I mean, here we are yeah. literally talking yeah, about not talking about <laughs> oh, it on it. our pop culture <laughs> just show. Just cut all of this out. Just Contributing <laughs> to the problem and uh, solving the problem all at once. I wanted to talk about <laughs> birds of prey. <laughs> I mean, but again, I do think it's fascinating. Yeah. Just yeah. how these things get caught yeah. up. And we'll see what happens at the premiere this weekend. I'm going to go see it. Uh, I hope things go well. Please enjoy. <laughs> And, um, my blessings. Do you have any other thoughts, Mia, about any of these topics or others? No, I think I'm quite ready to move on to okay. what we have last. Okay. So, I have an announcement. I'm uh, sorry to report. Usually, this is the time where we bring in fan side of Zone, Josh Hill, for A Song of Dan and Josh, the weekly series where Josh and I walk through every chapter of George R. R. Martin's as yet unfinished magnum opus breaking it down, making it see what works, what doesn't, what makes it great. But unfortunately, Josh died or had to go away with his family or something like that. Uh, unfortunately, Josh is still here for the Josh record. Josh is still, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm making a joke. <laughs> Just making sure. Um, I have a bad habit of doing that. Uh, long story short, Josh Hill can know, he, he's still here, he's fine. He can come back for other yes. shows. Um, he won't be able to do a song than Josh anymore. Um, this is the end of Song Dan and Josh as we know it, with Josh Hill no longer being a part of it, which I'm very sad about. We had some good times. We had some laughs. We dug into the literary merit of a 
potentially great piece of literature when it's all finished. Oh, yes. Um, but it's over. But, Mia, you have graciously um, agreed to read up on the books. I will. And then eventually we can pick up where we left off with a song of Dan and Mia. And I'm excited because it makes me more knowledgeable about everything Game of Thrones. So. And it will maintain kind of the dynamic because the whole thing with Josh and Dan was that I'd read all the books and mm-hmm. seen all the shows and he had only seen the show. Yeah. And you're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. So, so new Josh. He's <laughs> got a surprise. Yes. Well, not a surprise, but well. <laughs> um, in honor of you coming on board for this, I'd like to present you with a copy of George R. R. Martin's A Game of Thrones mm. from my Pause personal for collection. Photo. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! I shall read this. I shall take good care of it, and I am so ready. All right, to dive in again. Uh, don't expect that. Like in the next week, it's going to okay, take a little yeah. bit longer to read that. <laughs> but um, soon enough, we'll be back with more episodes of A Song of Dan and Mia, where we Ooh. will dig through. All of this like juicy material. Of that. And uh, just get literary with it. Yeah, yeah. So be patient a little bit. I know we have some. Terry uh, Terry is putting down a, a crying face. emoji, which I agree. But Josh will still be back. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Um, and in the meantime, you and I will dig into this stuff. All right. I'm excited. All right. I think it's about all we have for this week, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are sold in podcast form. And we'll be back next week here live on the Winners Marine Facebook page to discuss more really important stuff, including probably a recap of NYCC, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So join us next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we'll see you then. Adios. Bye.